on this Tuesday. It is the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, as we kick things off, day two, week four of our coverage. I want to say hello to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. We have the live stream on the Facebook page, which is John DePietro Show. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. They're open today. Make it a great day at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Don't forget, they have the uh, delicious calzones. They have the zapolas. They have the Let's Go Brandon Donuts. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet right off of Silver Spring Street, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, folks, good morning. It's already been a very eventful day. It's already after 5 o'clock here. And I've already had a very, very busy day. I want to say hello again. Everybody tuning in on our live stream, you can see I am making the walk. Once again, we are back because of the uh, inclement weather. Um, And it looks like it could pour rain at any moment. We were um, in Ukraine earlier. You can see the video. We had a terrible Wi-Fi problem. I think they bombed out a tower that we were uh, dependent on. Uh, but you can see that uh, video. We posted just some short video. I was not there that long. Uh, it's a different mood there. And I mentioned for uh, those that saw the video, and I'll mention to the radio, uh, today, so um, I would planned on being there longer, but it had it was all reliant on uh, I need Wi-Fi in order to be able to do the radio broadcast. And when that became apparent that I did not have it and seemingly was not going to have it, um, then we had to make the decision, do I just stay there or do I exit? And so I decided to leave. Again, it's not that far. Um, And so I make it back into the area uh, fairly quickly. We are once again at Schemmel. This is the main train station where the people arrive. We're going to walk in in just a moment. Continue to be a heavy uh, police presence here and first responders as well. And I'm not sure what to make of that. And I also see a lot of the uh, the Legion fighters, as, I, they, as I've uh, told people about. Uh, they're the ones, these are people that sign up online. They're coming in from uh, all over the world. They'd like to fight with the Ukrainian military. When I first got here, I would stop and talk to them. Now, I, I, they're like the last people you want to talk to just because... Um, for different different reasons that I'll elaborate a little bit more into the, the program. But folks, you can see the video. Um, I, I, I'm going to try to find out. Now, there was uh, an air raid going off while I was making my way out of there. And, um, and it was also starting to really heavily rain. And so I decided to make my way out of Ukraine, out of the rain. And then um, we're going to see about <clears throat> possibly going back late in the week. But... Uh, the bombing, they, the air sirens started going off, and um, and then that's that's usually my cue to then head head for the exit when the uh, air sirens uh, start going off. So, folks, again, we are outside. We're going to walk in, and again, this is uh, it's really remarkable how just how much it uh, continues to be. And these are all the people that uh, mainly, I mean, and you'll see inside. It is just nonstop of them leaving in the. From what I understand, the people, uh, the largest group now that is coming out of the people from Maripol, which uh, the Russians have completely pummeled. Now, there is good news, actually. If Jacqueline, if we could just flip it around. So there we go. There's one. Uh, hello, everybody on Facebook Live. There is good news. And that is apparently the Russian troops are moving out of this. The ambassador. Oh, my goodness, folks. It's our friend Dick Baholic. Look at that. It's the international one. You're the ambassador. Now I'm the ambassador. There he is. Boy, this makes my day on this Tuesday. And there's Tina, uh, especially when I see someone. Dick Baholic has been my friend for, oh, my God. I don't know, late 80s, whenever that is, had learned so much from him, my good friend, and I am thrilled that here he is seeing me in uh, this part of the world. So, folks, we're going to make our way inside. But that is good news that that uh, I'm not sure what to make of it, but the Russian military, they're pulling out of the capital. So the Ukrainian military, they uh, that's exactly right. The Ukrainian military, folks, as I've told you, they have proven to be tremendous fighters. They're not backing down. And this is all, they still don't have all apparently the weapons that they would like to get. So um, you know what else I, I just want to mention? And, and I did an interview yesterday, and I know that the uh, person that was doing the interview, they were, they were disappointed because they were asking me, what, what was the reaction to, you know, Biden's gaffe over, over the weekend, right? On, on uh, Saturday, Biden was here in Poland and he was, um, 
let's see. He was in Warsaw. That's like four four hours from where I am right now. Four and a half hours, right around there. So anyhow, he um he his gaffe, right, which was he cannot remain in power. Now, as much as that was a huge gaffe in um in the United States, folks, the, the, I was being asked what was the reaction here? The reaction here was that they loved it. <laughs> what are you kidding me? They were cheering. And again, I'm not saying that's the audience he's playing to. And but I, you know, if you're going to ask me, yeah, that was the reaction. Now they walked it back, and then uh, the White House started saying, "Oh, you know, he's not advocating for regime change or anything like that." But you know, I was asked the question, "What was the reaction here?" Over the weekend was the first time that people were actually saying, "Like Biden, yay, Biden!" Like that, I've, I've never heard that. I've been here a month. That's the first time I've heard that. As I've said, there were a lot of people that like President Trump because President Trump was very friendly with the president of Poland, who is a conservative. And so, um, you know, they got along. And by now, here come more people. Here come more uh, people from Ukraine, folks. You're watching them arrive right now being uh, bussed in here and then they'll take trains somewhere else. So let's watch all the uh, refugees arriving, escaping the bombing. And then they are uh, going to be boarding a train to go wherever they're going. It's wild. It's nonstop like this. I walk past here at 10 o'clock. The buses are pulling up. I get up early and go for, you know, get coffee and go for a walk. The buses are pulling It is absolutely nonstop the amount of people evacuating. These are all people that are have leaving Ukraine. And now they're going to get on a train at this train station. We're going to go inside. And then they're going to have to go somewhere else to live because the gangster Putin has decided to invade their country. The other thing, um, but, but that, that is amazing. Now, again, he walked it back. Uh, and, it, and, and again, I, make no mistake about it. This is pathetic that we have the leader of the free world can't go off script. And anytime he ad libs, they have to walk it back and it's like a disaster. So uh, there's David Thorny. But, but that, that is the reaction, folks, was that. Um, that they, they loved it. They were like, all right, because they all hate Putin. They want to see him killed. All right, let's walk through. We'll do a little walk around, see if we can find anyone that speaks English. I do not have a translator with me today. And so we will uh, make our way in. Now you can see the police. I hope Dick Pahalik will enjoy this coverage. Here's all the people. Hello. English, do you speak English? Little? Are you from Ukraine? Yes. Goodness. What part of Ukraine? Where did you live in Ukraine? Uh, uh, Dnipro. 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 Goodness. What is that like? Uh, I don't understand. Oh, okay. Is this your daughter? Yes. And where are you headed now? I don't understand. Where are you going on the train? Yes. You're getting on a train and going where? Porsche. Oh, to Poland. Oh. Well, good luck to you. Beautiful little girl. Hi there, little girl. All right. All right, folks, again, uh, we are inside. We'll see if we can. Uh, for those that have been watching the coverage, um, this is uh, different. Let me just check the uh, schedule. You can see all the trains and where everyone is uh, departing to. It continues to be. I'm just showing the board for those that uh, can watch it. So, folks, Maripol, I mean, I don't even want to mention, that is like, that is about the size of Providence, I think, maybe a little bit bigger. And it's been, uh, I don't want to say it too loud, even though I'm not sure they can understand English. But it's been uh, completely flattened. And uh, and, and um, I was going to say Hitler. Putin just keeps pummeling, absolutely pummeling. So, for some reason, I'm going to show you in a moment, there's a lot of first responders here. So you don't know, there's a lot of police. I saw some police dogs earlier. These are the Polish police for those that are uh, watching with our live stream. And uh, <clears throat> I think Dick Bahalik, the ambassador who's on right now, um, who worked with the, some of the greats. He worked with uh, Buddy Sancy when it was at HJJ. He also worked with, uh, you know, the late Sherm Strickhauser. I hope, I think he can appreciate how much the format, how the technology has evolved, where I am able to do this show through QGo Live right over here, plus the live stream showing people, the people arriving from Ukraine, 
and then also uh, some of the police and, and so forth. We're going to go into, I don't know what's happening with some of the first responders, but we're going to make our way out onto the, the tracks a little bit. There's some other families and children. Hello. Oh, do you speak English? You uh, said hello. Where are you from? Ukrainian. Okay. And what, what part of Ukraine? And, and you had to leave your home? Uh, yes, I go to And where are you going now? Uh, yes, now, now. To, to where are you going to go on the train? All right, thank you. Oh, Polly. Uh, you speak English? Yeah. Polish, you stay in Polish? No. Oh, so she stays in Polish. Your English is good. Oh, thank you. Where are you from? Barcelona. Barcelona. Okay. And are you a volunteer here? Uh, yeah. Um, boy, it's so organized. We've been here for several weeks. You guys do a great job, but it's endless, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. It's, it's, it's endless. And it's very difficult because there's no coordination between uh, many of the centers. So we're trying to understand like why not everyone have the same rules and we go forward with uh, we learn about everything but you see the station is here now when did you arrive in this area uh i'm just here like since four days ago i arrived with a couple of, va of vans like taking uh, things to ukraine and I, then i decided to stay here for a while that's a lot that's still a long you know i've been telling people uh, i've been here this is my fourth week Every time I come by the station, there's buses pulling up and it's packed. Yeah, but the thing is that people just like go to these buses and they don't know exactly and they are not registered. So the, the good thing would be like go to a center of refugees where we can register them and then we put them in buses that we know exactly what city of Germany, France, uh, Finland, Spain, wherever they need to go. So we just... A little bit more organized, like just coming here to the station. It's hard. Do you, would you know, where, where do you find, where are most of the people going? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just where they need. Most of the people, they go to Germany because they have like family. And a lot of people, they just want to stay close to their country because they think like this is going to end soon. So they, uh, they think they are coming back quick as once we finish. But... Only because if there was something happened in the United States and I had to leave, I don't have family in other countries, so I'm not sure where where we would end up. I wouldn't be able to go anywhere. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, this is a crazy. Story. I love all the people traveling with the dogs. Yeah. Beautiful. Many, dogs. many people traveling with animals, and yeah, we try to help them to find um, other buses that they take the animals with them. So that's so Germany seems to be a big destination for a lot of them. Yeah, and they have like family. Czech Republic is also a place. So places that they are kind of close. And if they can find place in Poland, they also stay here. Do you find that on certain days there have been a large numbers of people from certain parts of, of Ukraine? For instance, the other day I was at Medica and there was a large group coming in from Maripol because Maripol has really taken a lot of damage. Uh, actually, at this moment, Medica is like kind of crazy. So, uh, so that's why we are trying them to come to the other place in Tesco, so we can organize them. So things are crazy, but you know, crazy stuff is happening. So. And the thing about Medica, and I won't keep you. You're very kind to chat with us. Is just that the, it's supposed to start raining this week. Yeah. We'll see. It's like a new adventures. To That's come. why I'm inside the station today. So, we're very nice to chat. Okay, thank you. Thank you. From Barcelona. Yeah. Thank you. Are some of the people going to Barcelona? They should. It's beautiful, I've heard. Uh, in Barcelona, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you can come. All right, thank you very much. All right, folks. So, again, we do, uh, it's John DiPietro, and you're listening to our program on AM 1380 and 99.9 .9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, depetro.com, depetro.com, which is brought by Endzone Sports Pub. Stop in and see the March Madness continues. It's alive. 
Can't wait to stop in there and have a drink when I return at Endzone Sports Pub. So, folks, again, I've used translators, and then sometimes we find people and get a little lucky with someone. Uh, boy, that's unusual, a child crying. Um, sometimes we get lucky with some people that can speak English, although a lot of the people uh, from Ukraine do not. When I've been in Ukraine, I was trying to explain to someone, you know, it's actually even a generational thing. Um, and it's probably like that, actually, in a lot of countries. If you, The younger people would be the ones inclined to speak English. Uh, the older people do not. So, yeah, step back here. Yeah, they're going to bring something in. Folks, again, it is uh, very chaotic. This is also where I did the uh, hit on Newsmax from this station. All right, so here comes this man. I think here comes someone. Folks, uh, someone very significant from Ukraine. He's been traveling quite a long time. So, you know what's also interesting is you heard that woman describe, she's exactly right. Many of the people think, gee, maybe this will be, maybe it'll be over in a week. So then maybe I can uh, go back home. And But the war's been, as you know, the war's been going on now for 34 days. So... Just so everyone, this is, uh, you see the train. So those trains are pulling up and more people arriving. And then um, I'm going to show you where all the first responders. There's also a, um, <laughs> an area. <laughs> That's nice. Um, the, uh, here we go. All right. Now I think, uh, now folks, those are just walking past me right now. I don't, I don't know what language. Those are the Legion fighters. For everybody that I've talked, mentioned, if you haven't heard, see the guys in the cameo? So those are military guys. They immediately cover their faces for whatever reason. I have no idea that whole thing. But they cover their faces. They're the Legion fighters. Dick Pahalik will find this interesting. They show up there from all over the world. I've interviewed them from Scotland, Denmark. I have a good story about that, by the way. All right, so they, they just arrived. So these are the guys. They have no idea what they're in for, but I'm going to tell you what they're in for in just a moment. Let me just see. So they arrive. They stay in a pack. Notice they're in uh, camo, uh, military garb. They are Legion fighters. So they have showed up from different countries. I have yet to encounter people from the uh, any of the fighters from the United States. I know some of them are here, and I know some of them have signed up. See, they're right outside. Um, but here's what I know about the Legion fighters. You can see them through the window. They cover their faces for whatever reason. It's kind of odd. You'd think like you'd step up like, hey, listen, unless who knows? Maybe they tell work that they can't come in and then they're coming here. These are young guys from all over the world that have signed up. Uh, I think there's 15,000 people signed up online and they want to help the Ukrainian uh, military. So... Hello there. And then um, let me just see which way direction they went. And then, okay, so they're going down over there. Now, here's what I've learned about the Legion fighters. First of all, they sign up. See them in the distance going. They, um, they sign up and then they, you're, you're in. So if you sign up and you agree, you're going to do it. So from what I've learned is the first thing they do is they take their passport and then apparently a number of them after a couple days they want to bail for whatever reason they don't like the assignment they realize it's harder than they thought this vincent hughes they realize how dangerous it is um they want to a lot of them have no military experience many of them have never handled a gun so they want to train them and make sure that they are reliable and what i've heard is that a number of them want to bail after just a short amount of time but then they, they won't give them the passports back. I don't mean to laugh. So, now folks, also this goes uh, all the way down here. And I want to show you that something going on, like a meeting or first responders or something like that. Um, there's endless hallways of individuals that are waiting. And then I, I did see some big gathering. Sometimes I can pick up. Hey, uh, you see all the people uh, eating out there. And then I saw the uh, orange are some kind of 
first responders, and there were a bunch of them. Yeah, some huge gathering of them in this room. So I don't know exactly what's happening or what is the purpose of that, but a um, huge number of them have gathered. So you don't know if something's being organized or exactly what's going on. That World Central Kitchen, I also see that everywhere. But the, the Legion fighters, that's what I've heard, that a number of them pretty, you know, after a couple days, they don't like what it, it's not what they thought it was going to be. Um, or it's harder than they thought it was going to be. It was more dangerous than, for whatever reason. They become disgruntled and they want to leave, but they, they took their passports. So then they, they can't leave. And so, you know, then I don't know what happens after that. But I've seen some of them as they're then leaving. And um, they, they, you know, after two days were like, hey, listen, if I can't, here's what I was told. They were like, if I can't drive a tank or if I'm not, like, firing weapons on the front lines, I don't want to be part of this. And so um, they then just have second thoughts about staying. But then they, they the... Uh, the Ukraine military, they had taken their passports. So wherever these guys are from, the different uh, Legion fighters. So they, um, they're then just stuck. Right there. Do you speak English? English? No? No English? That's okay. The, um, folks, look how quiet those Ukrainian children are compared to, as I like to say, go to, uh, go to work mall at Christmas time when the kids are, or province place when the kids are waiting in line for Santa. Or go to a Midland Mall when the Easter Bunny comes, and it's like a completely, uh, completely different reaction. So, again, you, you uh, for those that have been following the coverage, and again, hello everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right, no Xbox. I think that. I mean, and again, they, you you see them. They arrive. I don't get the ones that hide their faces. And when I, in the beginning, I would try to interview them, and first they would say yes, then they go back on it, then they say I'll do audio. Then they don't watch the, you know, they're just like a mess to try to talk to. So I've, I've kind of, um, I, as you can tell, I don't stop them, they interview them anymore. It's, it's, a little, uh, it's a little odd for whoever would then be deciding to, you know, they live in pick a country and they're from all over. Now, I thought I heard some American accents earlier. I thought I heard someone from either Ohio or could have been like West Virginia or something. And I thought I heard the guy telling a story to someone that he he always wanted to do this and they wouldn't let him into um, the army because he couldn't do the math. So he signed up to be the, the Legion fighter. And I'm not exactly sure of the story. And I also, I didn't want to like engage in any way, but the guy was also... I'm going to say maybe soaking wet 90 pounds and maybe in possibly 5'4". So, so the picture someone from Ohio somewhere or maybe West Virginia. I, don't, I couldn't tell what he was saying. But picture them 5'4", 90 pounds saying, yeah, for some reason they won't let him into the U.S. Army. So he's decided to become uh, live out his dream of being a freedom fighter uh legion fighter i should say over here so folks again it's uh, the john DePietro show now we were in ukraine earlier and then i'm going to look at uh how the week is going to pan out and if we could um end up there uh go back later in the week but it was um for those that missed it and i i was describing it it um it was definitely different with and i'm just going to pan it around. Yes, that's true. Um, it was it was definitely different. Hello, everybody. It was uh, it was definitely number one. It's more tense, which I didn't think was possible. Number two, that was the first time they've asked if I had uh, like a gas mask of any kind. And I saw people carrying gas masks uh, once I entered. I did not see that on Friday. Now that doesn't mean, by the way, uh, hi there, Joseph. It doesn't mean that they didn't have them on Friday. I just it could be I just didn't notice them. But there's, you know, everyone is talking about this business of possible chemical weapon or, God forbid, nuclear. Although I, I heard the latest now the Russians are, are backing off that. So that would, that would actually be a good thing. 
Um, but that that was unsettling. And then we ran into, in order for me to do uh, Facebook Live and or do the radio show, um, we we need proper Wi-Fi. And I don't know what happened. I think they had something. There was some kind of a bombing or something. But it was very very spotty. And that's why, because now Ukraine is seven hours ahead of Rhode Island time. And I was there earlier. Then it started raining. <clears throat> Hello, Padre. Hello, folks. There's a priest during Lent. Um, and then, um, so then I figured, well, you know, now this is, you know, it was between the gas mass and the spotty Wi-Fi and the rain. I thought, you know what, I, I'm, this, this doesn't seem, this does not seem like it's going to work out. And especially just because Friday was, uh, was difficult, but it was, it was terrific. The weather was nice, and the people I encountered were good, and they also spoke English. Um, I'm seeing more of those, I saw more of those Legion fighters in Ukraine today. And folks, here comes more trains rolling in. Here come more refugees. Trains all pouring out of the country. Now, that girl that was from Maripol, that woman, that, that's an area that they have uh, completely, completely decimated with the bombings. It's um, really uh, terrible how much, and for no reason, like Putin just decided to flatten every single building in, uh, in Maripol. And so those poor people... Uh, the people that are there, that's where, by the way, for those that have been following the news, that's where they um, are saying that there's basically there's there's no those people don't have water. They don't have electricity. They're still down in their basements. Uh, the bombing has been absolutely horrific. They they decided it would seem that they. That the, the Russian army and Putin, that they want to make an example out of Maripol. That seems to be the area. It's the southern part of Ukraine. Uh, from what I understand, it was a beautiful city. Apparently, there's like nothing left of it. They absolutely just decimated it with bombing. And as a result of that, the, uh, the damage has just been absolutely... Terrific. So again, folks, uh, it's the John DePietro Show. Again, you know, as I said, anytime I'm re- recognizing, anytime that if Ukraine is in the picture, you have to be, if you're me, you have to be flexible. You have to expect that uh, things are not going to maybe go as planned. Today was a good, good example of that. Um, and then at the same token, um, you have to understand that the the air the air air raid sirens that that was different. I had not heard that so much on. Uh, I actually didn't hear that at all on on Friday. And then uh, I don't know if that meant that there was bombing or there was just going to be a threat of bombing. But I will tell you that it it, it definitely it's alarming. And I'm not trying to be over dramatic about it because the the people that are there. And especially in certain cities of um, parts of Ukraine, they've been dealing with the air raids and the air sirens. They've been dealing with that for 34 days. And many of the people that we have interviewed, especially the ones you heard on Friday, they, you know, folks, when the war started that Wednesday night, it's kind of interesting. I don't know. I don't think everyone in our country in the United States will tell you where they were, but it is interesting. Every person you interview, they'll tell you, you know, kind of like people that will know where they were when they heard that, you know, JFK was shot. People remember where they were when they saw what happened on 9-11. Um, uh, people will tell you where they were when Link Chafee was alive. No, I'm just kidding. But the, um, but they all say, you know, that night I was sleeping and then all of a sudden it was early morning and then boom, you know, all of a sudden the invasion started and, and the bombing. But I also want to touch on again, and I'm not trying to be redundant, 
And uh, again, uh, good morning, everyone. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Stop in and you will discover the brood difference. Remember, two locations in Johnston. And then you also have Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. And then you also have Brood Awakenings. Bald Hill Road in Warwick. I can't wait to uh, stop in. Delicious breakfast sandwiches, uh, great drinks, uh, coffees, uh, espresso, cappuccino, full bar in both Johnston and also the work location. David, they are and Karen, they're terrific. Stop in and see them at uh, Brood Awakenings. But, um, folks, it is, uh, by the way, Washington Post has a big piece today. I put it out on Twitter where the whole bio weapons story has been completely discredited. They've now proven that it was put out by the Russian Defense Ministry, as I have been telling many of you. That was all Russian propaganda, and for various reasons, there are certain people who have close ties to the Russian Ministry of Defense. They chose to leave out certain parts of that story to make it seem that it was true. Something also, and this is really significant, and it's so significant, I'm gonna check, can we uh, turn the camera around? This is uh, really significant, folks. Russia, they've already started to get an idea of some of the demands that Russia is making. If, in fact, there's going to be any type of peace agreement or ceasefire with Ukraine. And you know what's missing from their demands? Number one, it's true. They don't want uh, Ukraine to become part of NATO. That part is true. That part is true. You know what's missing from the Russian demands? Any mention of biolabs. You know why there's no mention in their demands of anything about biolabs? Because that is Russian propaganda that they have been putting out since 2011. So, and notice again, I want to re- remind people, how come President Trump never talks about bioweapon labs? You know why? Because there are none. That's why. There are none. That was all Russian propaganda. All of this stuff, and people that have been saying, oh, that's the reason, and how would you like it? And, you know, of course they invaded. Ukraine's got nuclear weapons on their borders. If that were the case, why wouldn't Russia list that in their demands? You know why they haven't? Is because it was all false. It was all Russian propaganda. And I was very surprised at a local member of the media who will go nameless that shared with me on another platform on Twitter this fake story. And when I asked for the source on it, she sent me something that is completely Russian propaganda, an unknown news source with, you know, no name on the article and check the people that write the opinion columns. And it it sounds like kind of a familiar news source, but it's not a familiar news source. So, um, but that then now that has been fully disproven. And I think the real evidence with that just because it, it took up so much oxygen and all these people that were invested in it and now have to learn that it was completely proven false. And the information was coming from the Russian Ministry of Defense. Now, if there are people saying, well, that's good enough for me, the Russian Ministry of Defense, well, then I don't know what to tell you. But, folks, like I have told you, now I did an interview yesterday. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop it and see our friend John Francis, my gun guy, at Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, not Providence, Pawtucket. Firearms, ammunition, he'll also buy and sell. He'll buy your firearms. Maybe you want to sell some or a collection or just maybe you have one and you want to get a little more liquid. Competition shooting supplies. Stop it and see them. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. He is the best and we're going to talk to him later in the week. So again, folks, um, due to weather and also uh, Wi-Fi problems, um, we have found ourselves back in 
over the border in, Pol- in uh, Poland. I don't, I don't particularly like or feel comfortable staying over in, uh, in Ukraine. I'm treating Ukraine uh, more as day trips um, simply because of the nature of um, that things can get eerie at night and things. A lot of the bombing tends to uh, go on at night. I want to just repeat for people. Um, just so people, and I recognize some people are coming to the story. Folks, I also want to confirm, by the way, next week I will be returning. As a matter of fact, this weekend. Uh, we've already arranged it. Um, I'm very much looking forward to, first of all, this weekend we'll wrap up one full month of coverage over here. And number two, um, now as we're getting closer, I mean, I'm very... Obviously interested in the CD2 race, Congressional District 2, the Langevin seat. And then also uh, the race for governor is starting to heat up. And then, as many of you know, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee finds himself the target of an FBI probe. Uh, you'd have to go back to, you know, Buddy Cianci was the target of the Plunderdome probe. And this is, um, hi there, Joe Roberts. This is uh, different, quite all right. Oh, yes. Oh, English. Oh, you speak English? Oh, good. I won't disturb you. Oh, English. I get so excited. Folks, it's amazing the things we get excited at. All right, so here's some more people coming in. Um, but it is, uh, it, it's obviously very significant. Look at that nice dog. Hey, I saw a dog not on a leash today. That was the first time I've seen that. Talk about a well-trained dog. It was an older couple traveling from Ukraine. And uh, they had a little tiny dog. I'm not sure what kind. I have a picture of it uh, that I'll post. But I had not seen that. Uh, the woman would uh, had a whistle. And then the, uh, the dog would then just follow her. But I want to, um, once again, folks, you can tell. Now, it, 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 seems, it seems like it's uh, been ready to rain like this for a while. In Ukraine, it was really rainy. So... Here's some uh, interesting people. I thought I could hear English a little bit, but maybe not, folks. And again, it is uh, tough. You see these? Oh, okay. All right. The, the, one of the volunteers does speak English, as a matter of fact. So we'll see if we can uh, chat with him. He's chatting with the man with the cane. Folks, by the way, for those on uh, John DePietro Facebook Live, we have finally found the man with the cane. Here he is. I hope Johnny Hockey is viewing and everybody else. So, <clears throat> we have finally located, where's Roberta Farrell? We have finally located the man with the cane. So, now I believe this man, who's one of the volunteers, these are volunteers that are assisting all these travelers. I believe I detected English. I think I heard him say Washington, D.C. He's chatting with his family at the moment. Otherwise, then we would like would be nice to meet another volunteer. He looks like an American volunteer. He could be. And he has English on his back, so he definitely is English-speaking. They write the languages that they speak on their, on their back. So do I see English? And I think I see another language as well. Uh, I'm not sure what that other language is, but he does speak another language and he does speak English. We'll let him, uh, he's being very kind to those children and we'll see if we can chat with him in, uh, in just a moment. But folks, I want to um, remind you as I was doing an interview and someone said to me, so <clears throat> the question for me was, well, do you think Zelensky's willing to negotiate? And I said, this is not a matter uh, of whether or not Zelensky's going to negotiate. This is, this is, you know, this is about, make no mistake about it, this is, this is about Putin. This business of is Zelensky willing to negotiate. I, I, I just want to remind people, okay, he's getting up. I want to see if we can uh, chat with him in um, just, just a, uh, nope, the other way. Just a moment. There we go. And um, just because we don't get that many volunteers that, uh, that do speak English. So he seems to be a young man and he's helping this family, these uh, young children. Folks, again, it's the uh, familiar theme that we have seen, and that is uh, 
very young children. Boy, the uh, wind is really blowing in right now. And uh, right now, let's see, it is 1146, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by, don't forget, Senadale Revival, Poppin' and see Sheen and Company. I have it on my list of places to go. Once I do return, delicious food and drinks, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. It's Senadale Revival. So we have found the man with the cane. So this man is uh, chatting, or a young man, I should say. Seems very nice. Volunteer chatting with this uh, family. So I'm not exactly sure where they're coming from. But, folks, again, um, we will uh, see what the weather could determine. I can tell you, as, as rough as you as uh, Ukraine was on Friday, it's worse in the bad weather. It's worse in the rain because then it, it just becomes like a total <clears throat> mud puddle. So now they're going somewhere. So we'll follow out and then see if we can, um, we can uh, chat with them. So, folks, again, it is Tuesday, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, there is somewhat good news, and that is that the apparently a lot of some of the Russian forces have started to leave the capital. So, see, that's nice how the volunteers assist the families with where they're going and aid. You didn't see this a couple of weeks ago. Aid these, especially the uh, the mothers traveling with young children and they're either getting on a bus to go somewhere or a train to go somewhere but this business of of if whether or not Zelensky's willing to negotiate he's not the one being invaded he's not the one being attacked he's not the one being bombed that would be the uh that would be the other one so he's not in the uh position of authority to demand anything he's he didn't want this in the first place and the guy was an entertainer. I know all these people keep posting pictures of him dancing and so forth. I don't know what that what that's supposed to mean. He, the guy stepped up big time. I don't know why that door is suddenly um, loose. Um, and again, it, oh, it's because it's really raining now. Okay. All right. Well, now, folks, now we are staying inside. <clears throat> I'm going to show you from uh, outside as the rain is... Um, really coming down again this is so the storm is moving west because this is the type of weather that we had just a short time ago in uh, in ukraine and unfortunately you know it's been dry the entire time that i've been here um as much as in rhode island and mass it it certainly is pretty wet with snow and rain but um but here this is the first time that and unfortunately, weather forecast says it's going to rain all week and then snow on Saturday. I don't know why this door keeps opening. Um, and so that's that's not a good development because uh, that is when Juan is planning on on traveling back. So, folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If you'd like to see the video, I'll post it later on the website, DePietro.com. Uh, but we were there earlier and then between the rain and the gas mass and the air sirens and the lack of wi-fi uh we had to reevaluate our plans and um and on top of that folks it, it can be dicey getting out of ukraine as well um many of the people as i've told you will wait 10 to 12 hours in line now on friday i did luck out and then the later you wait the less chance that they, you know, the, the, the longer you wait, there's a good chance that maybe they're not going to just allow you to go breezing out the way um, the way that I, I did both on Friday and then today. So that also had to uh, come into consideration. So, well, this is unfortunate. We've um, hit a little, uh, well, a very rain, a rainy day, as a matter of fact. And uh, so all these people that are traveling, I mean, it's one thing that they're fleeing with all their belongings. It's another thing. Thank you, Jana. Um, you know, yesterday was, and the weather has been actually beautiful. It was 60 degrees yesterday. We've actually had nice weather. It's a big deal when spring arrives in this area. Uh, but the um, it's, it's so gray, too. And 
folks, Ukraine, I, I mean, it just, it, I, the only way I can really, it just, it, it even feels like, like you're, it's just so grim and you feel like you're entering a, uh, a war zone when you go in, which you are, but um, it's just, it's so damp and raw and, um, and as you can imagine, um, you know, the, the facilities that people have to use, it's that much more difficult when there's rain. And then the porta potties of, well, anyway, I don't need to get into all the details. I think you can get an idea of it, folks. So, again, we continue. This is uh, week four of our coverage. Right now, as I see, we're coming up on 1153. Now, next hour, I am going to speak with uh, Donna Perry, and we're going to talk about <coughs> independent opinion maker, columnists. Um, always enjoy conversations with her. We're going to talk about the Biden gaffe and also that terrible. It obviously made news over here about the, the Will Smith slap. Obviously not as much. I know in the United States it's um, been huge, huge news. And then in the one o'clock, in the one o'clock hour, which will be on the radio, I'm going to uh, talk a little bit more about the, the Governor McKee FBI probe. He uh, did make some comments to NBC 10. Brian Crandall finally caught up with him. Uh, Governor McKee's very different what he's telling Brian Crandall from NBC 10 today or yesterday, I guess, compared to what he was saying just a few months ago. Very, very different. And I'm going to repeat, folks, uh, I feel good with my prediction that the one to watch on the Democrat side is Nellie Gorbea. Now, I know that Helena Folks today is introducing some kind of a you know, $500 tax rebate, tax cut, check whatever, if you make uh, less than 100000 and that would be $200 million of the surplus. Listen, <clears throat> the, Rhode, the state of Rhode Island got six, has a surplus of $600 million. All $600 million should be going back to the people. There should be a massive tax cut. For, by the way, and everyone that pays taxes, everyone that pays taxes should be getting that money back. And it should be more than just $500. Governor McKee, who will never cut taxes, I mean, this is pretty dramatic that she's even willing to mention a tax cut, which you never hear from anyone who happens to be a Democrat in the state of uh, whether it's Rhode Island or Mass., but they absolutely should be, it should be all 600 million should go right back. They overtaxed everyone. That should go right back to the people that paid that money. Every person, regardless of income, who paid taxes should get some of their money back. And it to the tune of 600 million. And this business, you know, Governor McKee, look at, folks, look at, Governor McKee wants to give, he's giving $3,000 bonuses to all the state workers to try to get their votes. And Helena Folks is saying, uh, if you make less than $100,000, you should get $500 back. Wrong. Wrong. Look at some of the people get $500. The state workers get, and, and lifetime judges get 3000 Absolutely ludicrous. I'm very anxious once I return to meet that Ashley Collis. She is the Republican nominee. She is the uh, candidate, you know, Republican for governor. And folks, you know, I, I want to hear her out. I want to give her a platform. Um, I want to hear her ideas she'd like to implement. I mean, the more the, this corruption and that it continues. And with Governor McKee, folks, to have a sitting governor who's going to go through a primary as he is the subject of an FBI probe is, uh, I, I mean, is, is just, that would be unprecedented. That would be unprecedented. Are the people of Rhode Island really going to elect someone who is the target of an FBI probe? Are they really going to elect that person to then be 
the, the governor of Rhode Island for the next four years. I, I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. And, you know, the new McKee strategy is not hide from the media, pretend he doesn't know anything about it, try to offer this soft defense. We were new in office. We didn't realize we were stealing the money. We didn't realize that it was a scheme to kick our campaign donations back to his campaign. And, uh, and people, I, I, I don't buy it. More info is going to leak out about it, by the way, folks. So I, I think that, um, now again, I do see some of the volunteers that speak English. But, folks, this is a very uh, hectic time with uh, a lot of the people as it's uh, very crowded right now. Folks, and again, good morning. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We have returned over the border. To the, uh, by the way, the country that has really stepped up has been the country of Poland. I've been saying that if you are of Polish descent, you should feel very proud. They have uh, really stepped up. They're allowing the NATO troops to uh, form here. There's going to be um, the American troop presence in Poland is going to only going to increase. And I think it's going to be permanent. You have the 82nd Airborne here. There's going to be uh, more. American troops arriving, you're going to see more NATO troops arriving. They are realizing that they need to be right on the front lines. But again, folks, I, I just want to, I can't reiterate enough for people that are saying, how long is this going to go on? Uh, it, it, as much as it was a gaffe, and he didn't mean to say it, Biden was not wrong when he said this, you know, this man cannot remain in power. Because that's how long this is going to go on. And the person that I was speaking to almost seemed somewhat surprised that that I was, you know, kind of taken. But th th there's no other there's no other way. This does not end until Putin is, you know, as they would say, room temperature. Um, and whenever that may be, as long as he is in power. The land grab is going to continue, and, and that's what it is, by the way. That's, that's what it is. That's what it's always been. It's about he wants land. He wants land that he feels rightfully belongs to Russia, rightfully belongs to the Soviet Union, and he is willing to kill people and murder people and bomb and destroy cities in order to... Uh, get what he wants. That's what it's about. And if he gets his way, he will move in and try to get other countries. And many years ago, by the way, there was a famous speech that Putin gave. And one of the things he said is he still looks forward to the day when he can once again reclaim part of, he re reclaim Poland, reclaim Poland. So here's what we're going to do. It's 1159. And, folks, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program brought to you by The Lodge, Pub and Eatery. Stop in and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. They're open right now for lunch. Stop in and see everyone at The Lodge. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. Donna Perry's going to join me next hour. And, that, folks, we actually have two more hours to go radio only. You can listen on the website, dipietro.com. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday. Stand by for the 12 o'clock news.